In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, we gather together this day in worship uh, during our midweek Lenten worship service. And before we hear the message, I wanted to bring you up to date on a number of things uh, as we continue to make our way through the uh, crisis with a, with a virus. Uh, we want to continue to be the church. Uh, the church is like a family. It still exists. It still uh, nurtures one another and, and blesses the community. It's not something that simply can be canceled. And so we want to continue to be the church. Uh, to that end, a, a few things I would mention. Uh, we are planning to live stream one service on Sunday at 9.30. And that will then be posted for later use, but uh, we'd like to see how many people we can have watch live. We want to see if we can have a way to have people interact with that. Uh, so Sunday morning, 9.30, we're going to live stream on Facebook. Uh, I also want to mention that uh, if you would like to come by the church for uh, a time of private prayer, uh, certainly feel free to come by. Um, they're still going in and out of the grocery store, and we certainly can continue to go in and out in, in small numbers in the sanctuary for prayer. Uh, if you have an offering and you want to drop that off, certainly we'd be prepared to receive that. Let me remind you or encourage you to make the most of this opportunity. That might sound a little odd to make the most of this opportunity. Well, God is in this. Uh, God continues to be at work. At, we might not know what he's up to or what's going on, but, but God is in this. And So let's make sure we wrestle a blessing out of this. Use this as a time of Sabbath, a time of quiet, uh, a time of, of study, reading, prayer, repentance, fasting. Sounds a lot like Lent, doesn't it? And so we gather together this day for our Lenten devotion, our Lenten service. I would ask following, uh, after this is uh, completed, would you find 10 minutes at 7 o'clock tonight and just pray on your own or as a family. I want to call the whole congregation to uh, prayer in their homes this Wednesday night from 7 to 7.10. Here's the word we're going to consider from John chapter 9, we continue to think about eyes on Jesus. It says, As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, It's not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Having said these things, he spit on the ground and made mud with the saliva. And then he anointed the man's eyes with the mud and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. And so he went and washed and came back seeing. Our text picks up at verse 35. Jesus heard that they had cast him out and found him and said to him, Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to him, You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe, 
and he worshipped him. Jesus said, for judgment I came into this world that those who do not see may see and those who see may become blind. So the Pharisees, some of the Pharisees near him, heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, We see, your guilt remains. This is the gospel of our Lord. Uh, this, this day, our Lenten meditation uh, will be given to us by Pastor Zaret Johannes. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Friends, one of the greatest signs that God made was sending his son to dwell among us. Jesus was sent to us into this broken world to intervene. In the course of his dwelling among us, Jesus did many signs, many wonders, many miracles. And today, his word and many other signs that are taking place among us are from Jesus. A good example is the passage from John chapter 9 read for us. This miracle was performed not very long after he said to his disciples and the public or the Jews, saying, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free, will set you free from whatever chain you are bound on. Throughout the Gospels, the signs and the wonders, the miracles, the great things that Jesus was doing were always questioned and even criticized by his audience and adversaries. Generally speaking, they did not see or understand the basic purpose of the great signs that Jesus was doing, the power that Jesus was showing. Jesus didn't do all these powers and miracles in order to astonish stound them, to puzzle them, to overwhelm them. He didn't do this. Or to bring them by force to believe in him. These miracles that Jesus performed didn't prove to everyone that he was a Messiah. And from here what we see is signs and miracles produced wonder, caution, but not faith. The miracles Jesus did were not tricks. It was, an, was not an abracadabra. They were just powerful signs. Powerful signs from heaven, from Jesus, from the Father. The miracles Jesus did were only signs and it was only interpreted or understood by those who read it correctly. The signs by Jesus, such as the healing of the young man who was blind, was intended 
to convey a message, a message from the Father, a message from the Son. They were done to declare, to show who Jesus is. They were done to show the glory of the Father on who God is. His adversaries, those who were mocking on him, missed the point of the signs he made. They were stuck on the notion that all suffering was divine punishment. It was a superstition for many of them. They demanded signs to prove that what he was doing, the power that he was showing, is right and from the Father. They could not understand, and eventually they lacked faith in the one who was doing this great power. Friends, if this is the truth about the signs or the miracles and the power that Jesus is showing and that he was showing, it is faith that makes it, the signs, meaningful. They have a meaningful message to us to the world, especially during this crucial time, to be acceptable and understandable. Let us not forget that Jesus is still making these signs among us through his church. He's making miracles, wonders in us. He didn't stop from doing this. Through the word and the sacraments, and the free gift of confession and absolution. He daily reminds us our weaknesses, our unbelief, and the need to ask for his forgiveness in our lives. He is ready to give us power through this means. Let us remember the simple expression, but great face of the young man who received sight by the power of Jesus. He had no fear, no excuse, no compromise. Jesus met him after a while, and he recognized him, and he told him, do you believe in the Son of Man? And the young man who received the eyesight said, and who is he, sir? that I may believe in him. Tell me who he is. And Jesus said, You have seen him. He is in your life. His power is in you. And it is who he is speaking to you. And the young man said, My Lord, I believe and I worship you. And out of this confession, Jesus declared this declaration. For judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. My friends, I wonder, which camp are we? Are we with those who see Jesus and his power, or with those who fold their eyes and close their hearts. May our eyes on Jesus 
focus on Jesus. May our ears listen to his will, and may our hearts receive his promises now. Amen. Let's join together in prayer. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, uh, we look to you for every good thing, especially in Jesus, the sent one, that you sent him in the world to be our Savior. We pray that you would pour him out into our lives through your Spirit in these days and in this hour, that we would not know fear or anxiety, but we would have, in all situations, great peace and even joy. Because you are God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And, and you are our God, and, and we are your people. And we pray, Almighty God, that you would help us to make the most of this opportunity and to be the church and to be encouraging and helpful and loving to all those around us during their time of need. Have mercy upon us, guide us, provide for us. In this world and in the world to come, we pray in the name of Jesus, who's taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you for joining in this time of Lenten devotion. Again, we're going to be live streaming service on Sunday at 9.30. Uh, keep looking at Facebook, at our website, other emails as we continue to do all that we can to maintain some kind of a, a worshiping community as a congregation. Uh, that we continue to support small groups throughout our congregation, and that we also encourage one another to grow in, in the Word, knowing the peace and the power of the cross, all that we would continue to be a blessing to many. Brothers and sisters, remember, the Lord does bless and will always keep you. The Lord's face is shining on you, and He will be good and gracious to you. The Lord looks on you with His favor, and in Jesus, He gives you peace. Amen.